must be alone because he's got my interest. Alone. I just got that. It took me a second. <laughs> but she's got those apple bottom jeans and the boots with the furs. And if I was to ask her what team did Tim Duncan play for, she'd say the Timbers? <laughs> San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Oh. Life Well Spent with Garrett and Amber. I'm Garrett. I'm Amber. We got Ace in here. Uh, quick caveat, not caveat, just you're going to hear some 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 dope-ass bass in the background. One mm-hmm. of our neighbors decided to cook uh, out in front of his house, and he's playing some loud music. What so, are you going to do? Yeah. Neighborhood things. Not a big <laughs> deal. Anyways. I love that you looked at me at the last uh, part of your piece yeah. thinking that i i would know the answer to that. no i was sure you wouldn't i just thought it'd be fun <laughs> to put you on the spot a little bit yeah and, oh, I, and I couldn't think of anything to write to rhyme with furs oh yeah and then i heard spurs and i thought oh, i'll just mess with my wife oh my gosh yeah. you're always so good <sighs> oh i'm great yeah how are you doing oh i'm good so yeah this week has been um we've been doing cash's school from home because he was um Sent home sick from school on Monday. Was got that a, Monday? It was Monday. Okay. Uh, we got him tested on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it was Monday afternoon. That's right. Like four o'clock. Yeah. Um, for COVID, just to be safe, even though it was just a sniffle and a little bit of a cough. Um, and it came back negative, mm. but they still needed to have him be symptom free for 24 hours before they would let him back in school. So we're hoping for Tuesday. Yeah, he's Monday, got, he doesn't have school. Yeah, Monday he has off. So, yeah, he. I mean, he's acting totally fine. Like he maybe has a little sniffle in the morning and a sniffle at night, but barely. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he'll be he'll be fine. So yeah. So yeah, you know, just doing the home the whole like homeschooling thing again was mm-hmm. was you know what it was. Yeah. He he did a pretty good job. But, he did. Yeah. You know, um. But yeah. How how are you? How was your week? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing well. Um, yeah, we've been trying to stay a little more disciplined with our morning routines. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, uh, we write down, uh, our affirmations like 25 or 30 affirmations. Um, I think you do this, but I always write down three things that I'm grateful for. Yep. It's yeah, it's, it's, uh, part of a lot of kind of routines. Uh, I learned it uh, from eight Z and Ninja. Uh, ninja uh ninja sales training i don't know if that's exactly what it's called mm-hmm. um in a and from another book that we use that is not in the office and i can't remember the title of but that's a fairly common thing so that's been good like ninja selling i think is what it's called ninja selling that's yes. right yeah mm-hmm. but i can't remember the book that larry kendall unless it no it's called it was ninja called selling ninja wasn't selling. it yeah, yeah you're right you're right and then, yeah, he's got this whole seminar series called Ninja Selling, and they talk about it in there. So mm-hmm. uh, so that's been good. And uh, you woke me up a little early today. Mm-hmm. I need to wake up earlier. You woke me up at 6.40. I need My to... alarm went off at 6, and I was like, I will get out of bed in 10 minutes. <laughs> and then 6.40 came around. I yeah. thought, okay, I need to get up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're working on it. Yeah. Work in progress, mm-hmm. always. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so what, uh, what have you been into this week? Well, um... I mean, I always want to talk about The Stand just because we've been watching that a lot. Um, and, of course, I've been doing my my uh, my studying for my staging course to get mm-hmm. my certificate, so that's exciting. And, by the way, when, when you talk about The Stand, it's the newest 2020 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Show. Series that's on CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, other than that, I've been reading a lot of the uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this, you know. And you read her previous, I think, previous book, just I You did. Are a Badass? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really like her. She's a really good writer, and she just has a really like even balance between motivating you and talking straight to you but being mm. funny about it nice very nice so i'm like okay you know uh really really like her books so i've been into that and yeah i just we just can't get enough of the stand yeah that show has really been a ton of fun mm-hmm. uh we recommended it to a couple of our friends i wasn't i, I just didn't know if they'd be into it mm-hmm. and now they're hooked too so that feels really good yeah um and uh, I think there's two episodes left. We just watched episode seven, and they got episode eight and nine. And uh, yeah, but you said this is like it's going to wrap it up in the next two episodes. So That's my understanding. Like is season. it is a it is just a mini series. Mm-hmm. It's not they're not going to release a season two, which I I think is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um. Yes. What What have you been into? So. Even though you talked about a book, I wanted to talk about a book. Um, it is uh, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action by Simon, uh, maybe Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, Sinek, Sinek. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, my, my goal is just to read 10 pages of a personal growth or business book like mm-hmm. this one a day, and then 10 pages of... Um, a fun book, well, quote unquote fun book. Um, and that I'm reading the Mistborn trilogy. Um, at least the first one's called Mistborn. I don't know if that's the name of the trilogy. Mistborn. Cool. Yeah. But, uh, Mistborn has been really good. I tried to get into it a couple of times. And so now I'm just kind of sticking to that one and I'm sticking to start with why until I finish them. But start with why has been really good. It's, uh, I mean, it's great for entrepreneurs and people looking to kind of work for themselves but I think the principle of just anything you do if you want to do it with intent and and purpose and draw people to that um, you know start by asking yourself why you're doing it mm-hmm. you know not not what you know what you're creating or how you're doing it but just the the simple why because I think if if you can nail that down mm-hmm. then people are going to gravitate towards you you know yeah um, so yeah, that that's that's been a really interesting read. I mean, of course, uh, uh, I'm a realtor. The brokerage I work with, AC Real Estate, they have their own core principles, which I do believe in, and uh, their own mission statement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, you know, I agree with the mission statement. I can use that, but it's also been fun to kind of think about my own why of why I'm in real estate and why I love helping people buy and sell homes. So that's uh, yeah, that's been. Uh, really inspiring so far mm-hmm. and i like that it's it's not like how to be a good realtor it's just yeah having purpose and conviction mm-hmm. in what you do therefore inspiring people to to be keep, with you in right. on this ride so keep keeping the passion yeah alive so absolutely thing. absolutely yeah uh the badass book that i'm reading um is similar in that way to where yeah i mean it's a very entrepreneurial entrepreneurial <laughs> you, you get it yeah you got it, you got it. um yeah. book where yeah, she has you question the the whys because that will take you farther than mm-hmm. anything else. Hundred percent. And um, 
she said, you know, it talks about making money, but she talks about being rich, but that not necessarily money rich. You know, you have to figure out what mm -hmm. rich is to you. So whether that's having a very healthy family, maybe that's being financially, uh, having the freedom to be able to travel, or mm -hmm. maybe it's um, having that extra income to, to help people around you, friends, yeah. family, you know, um, or being able to, um, you know, be a, a stay at home parent and, mm -hmm. ha you know, like, it's just uh, setting your priorities up the way um, that you want, and that is your your richness. So it might not. She's like, if you want the wealth and the the money, go for it. But right. you know, just understand what your being rich means. Yeah, you know, um, which is very cool. Cause That's I, awesome. You know, you think of like making money, and you're like, oh, you're gonna be like a rich snob. And, yeah, you know, you kind of get that feeling from the title of the book, but. Um, no, it's, it's got a lot more purpose, like you said. That's great. Yeah, which I really dig. So Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Got to have that in our life. Yep. But, uh Oh, and uh, just a heads up for everybody, I did treat myself today, uh, and I bought a game for uh, the Oculus Rift headset that we have called, uh, I believe it's Asgard's Wrath. Hmm. That sounds right. Um, I've heard awesome things about it. It's supposed to be just a really solid VR game. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been wanting to get it for a while. And then um, there's a a, a wrestler. Um, she's an MMA, MMA fighter and wrestler, but she has her own gaming YouTube series. And she started playing it. And I watched just a couple of minutes. And then she started getting the intro. And I stopped it. I'm like, no, I want to play this. I don't want to see her like go through the intro. But she talked it up. And I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> that sounds like a ton of fun. So, so you haven't tried it yet? Not yet. I was thinking after uh, uh, after recording tonight. We're mm -hmm. recording Saturday night as mostly per usual. Yeah. Unless mm -hmm. big stuff comes up. So, right. Um, yeah, it's so probably going to test it out tonight. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I need to get back in the boxing game. Man, that... Uh, such a workout. Such a workout. Yeah. I mean, you're just sweating. You're only two minutes per match. It's crazy that shadow boxing can do that to you. Yeah. Like, it's wild. I am gassed every time i had my my dad try it when he was here you know and uh he kept saying like how much time is left <laughs> how much time mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. he was sweating granite he was like in a hoodie you know doing it but and he was going at it hard like yeah. it, it looked like he was out for blood but uh he got done with it and i said do you want to try again he's like no yeah i'm good i mean he was huffing and puffing he's like i'm gonna be sore tomorrow mm -hmm. you know it was a it was a workout yeah you got to really make sure that if you're not in a really big room you've got to like properly defined because you know will, your area you will break your hand and make sure nobody is around you because yes. you'd probably punch somebody out 100 <laughs> percent. yeah the room's got to be cleared for that one yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah. made me crack up though yeah oh and i guess uh my brother was able to to play the vr uh oculus at his uh friend's shop the other day oh, he's like that's i tried fun. he's like i tried beat saber for the first time i totally get it it's a lot of fun oh I was like, cool i know it's oh amazing. good that's awesome um, I need to get back into Beat Saber too. It's just, it's so hard when you live with the Beat Saber queen. It's like, what <laughs> what am I going to do? Whatever. Like, I'm never going to beat her. So I'm just over here fiddling around for second place. But, but when you're in there, like I don't go into the ones where it's setting my score. Like what is that? The solo mm. ones or the online ones? Yeah. You're just, every time I'm done, I'm like, oh, that was a really good score. And then I look to the scoreboard of just like everybody else in the world right. doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, they doubled what I yeah. did. Um, I'm not that great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. That's a great time. It's yeah. a blast. Um, but let's see. So this week, so this is our last week of K-pop. 
I can officially say that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so next week is going to be so exciting because we're going into Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go into those assignments later. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad that K-pop's over. I, we found so, some, found out some like really interesting things. K-pop's mostly been a ton of fun. Yeah. Except for that one episode where I had you tell me about horrific yeah. sexual assaults. Yep. That was surrounding nothing. the K-pop world. Other than that, it's been a blast. Mm-hmm. It's been a ton of fun. I was I was talking to a friend of ours about K-pop, and he like had no desire. And it's like th- I mean that's totally fine, but mm-hmm. just if if you ever want to like listen to something that's super light and fun and um, just kind of an escape for a few minutes, or mm-hmm. same thing with the music videos, like K-pop's the way to go. It's it's the songs I've been listening to at least are just seem like good time fun songs mm-hmm. so yeah that's absolutely yeah that's I mean, that's the side of k-pop that i really dig if the song gets me dancing then i know it's yeah, a good one 100%. you know um but let's see so you gave me the assignment to see if there's other countries out there that have a very popular music genre kind of like k-pop right um so at first i was having a hard time really kind of discovering different different genres than what we've already heard so i was mm-hmm. able to just kind of go through um, some countries and like what they're really popular right now mm-hmm. and a couple of them kind of caught my interest so I went a little bit deeper on a couple of them but um, so France is big into la chan you took French in high school not <laughs> took, me so I took I've five a... years of French and I'm gonna butcher this, this you took terrible. five years of French I know it's stupid uh, because I didn't I don't use it how do you take I don't fi- remember did you take French in middle school you didn't go no. to high school for five years. No, I didn't. Uh, Unless you've been lying years. to me. No, because I think it was like... Um, Maybe just like did two semesters. So you yeah. You to like French five or whatever. That's what it was. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I know that there was a level. Anyways. Um, I was going to be shocked if Iowa schools are like, so do you want to take... Or Iowa middle schools are like, oh, so you ready for French? They are not. <laughs> yeah. that. I don't want to say educated. They're not that... Uh, there's not a lot of school systems, especially in middle school, that are focusing on multiple languages. Yeah. 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 Be, uh, there's a word that I was thinking of. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. They're big into la... Chan- oh, my gosh. Chanson Francais. It was founded in the 1920s and 30s, um, kind of peaked more in the 60s. So, basically, the subject matter for Chanson... Oh, I should have looked this up. Chanson? We'll just call it Chanson. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's always consistent. So it talks about sex, life, love and hate, betrayal, and death. Okay. Um, so they say that the content is very relatable. Some songs would be romantic with like a dark edge and a certain sense of misery about it. Mm. Um, Some ennui, if you will. So almost kind of like soft punk type style, I feel like. Yeah, that's, that. that sounds pretty pop punky. Right? Yeah. Um, Jacques Brel was uh, perhaps the brightest star of the genre and certainly had the largest influence on the chanson of today. Hmm. I'm sure it's chanson. Um, David Bowie was actually a big fan of him and was really Hmm. influenced by his music. Um, Some of the chanson music was banned. Uh, A song called Je T'aime was banned due to the heavy breathing content despite its explicit sexual language. And I listened to huh. a part of the song, and I I kind of got it. Was it, it was like horny breathing? Yeah, like mm. there's a, a guy and the girl, and I think the guy was probably the artist singing, 
Mm-hmm. And then the woman, I'm guessing his lover, mm-hmm. her only, I think, line was je t'aime. And she said it very seductively, almost like you would in the bedroom. Okay. You know? Um, what so, is je t'aime? I like you. It's not that sexy. No. <laughs> but I, I guess like if you, you say I like, like you, I adore you, something like, like that. That's kind of sexy. Yeah, j'adore is love. Maybe that's love and adore. J'adore is I like. Mm. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so the way that she was saying it, you are just like, you felt uncomfortable. <laughs> At least I did. Hey, honey. Uh-huh. J'adore Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Ooh. Mm. Muy bien. Muy <laughs> bien. <laughs> Great. <laughs> We're so international. Um, we are so educated. Again, I go to the educated. It's not educated. It's uh, there's a word on the tip of my brain. I'm gonna think about this after the podcast. Yeah, but, we'll record a separate episode. And I'll just where you the just word. say the word, yeah, and then we cut it. <laughs> um, but I guess they have uh, pop pop chanson mm-hmm. that is uh, still influenced by its forefathers. Okay. Um, and that, apparently that's all I really got about that. Uh, genre because I went on to the United Kingdom is really big right now into R&B and pop music which cool. you yeah. know very cool Italy pop is at like the top of the list and then Italian pop um, and rock now I didn't really know what Italian pop was and basically it's just produced by Italians oh, pop, okay. pop music yeah sure uh, Mexico I saw they're really into right now rock pop and Latin pop and then Japan, cool. which is the second largest music market in the world, wow. have J-pop, J-rock, J-hip-hop. Okay. So I wonder is I wonder if that's a like a Asian thing, Asia thing. Uh, so like like the K-pop, J-pop. Yeah. So if there's a Filipino pop, it would be P-pop. Like a, yeah. I, I, don't I wonder know. if that's a thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, up. maybe. I wonder. No, no, no. Um, but then there was a thing called Jap. I don't know if it's, it's gotta be Japanese. Hmm. I think is how you pronounce it. I like the sound of that. But you won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't hit the mic. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so it's defined as a mix of Japanese and noise. It said, um, yeah, I followed. Right. Yeah. And a remi- remarkable sense of musical freedom. So some groups are very high energy improv stylings Mm. to like tabletop electronics. Some are focused solely on jamming out as hard, as loud or ridiculous as they possibly can. So think so that the punk rock shows that you would go to when you were younger. I mean, more hardcore, but sure. Well, hardcore punk punk, or just hardcore. Hardcore. It's just called hardcore hardcore music. Okay. There's I'm a, learning things. Yeah. Stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, think of that, but the music is crap. Okay. I mean, that's a little like subjective, just, but it's okay. It's just noise. Okay my, okay. my opinion. Okay. So I was looking at different videos and I saw a lot of people headbanging. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like teach their own. They they love the, the noise, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um but it's literally just layers and layers of different sounds and noises. And not like what you would think. I guess if when I say different layers of sounds and noises, what would you think that would entail? Hmm. Different layers of sounds and noises. I and mean... Think I w- hard rock. 
I mean, there's a band, The Sound of Animals Fighting. None of this is going to help you because you don't know what I'm thinking. But I, I, I think uh, like jazz and uh, hardcore um, math metal. Because there's like a musical. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a rhythm and a musical element to it. This has none of that. Really? Absolutely none of that. So this, okay. So what did I say? Oh, yeah. So it's got sounds and noises, but not necessarily ones that go together to make a really decent sound. Um, it reminded me of the old startup sound from our computers when we would log into AOL back in the 90s. Really? But worse, because even that one sounded better better than these. Um, this is like scratching vinyl sounds over nails on a chalkboard over someone maybe screaming in the background with guitar scratches. Okay. I've got a fun idea. I think this is fun. Oh, you want to play? Yes, but I think, I don't know if we can really play it on the podcast. It probably wouldn't sound good anyway. So here's the deal, everybody. If you're interested in doing this with us, we're going to pause. You guys pause too. Listen to Woodpecker Number One Dash Pulse Demon by Merzbow. That's M like Mike E R Z B O W. We're gonna listen to that. It looks like it's six minutes and forty six seconds long. We'll see if we can get through the whole thing, and then we'll come back. We'll let you guys know what we thought. If you mm-hmm. if you want to, give it a shot. Check it out, and yeah, I mean we, that way we can all experience how tolerable this is. So we will. Be right back. Okay, so we couldn't listen to too much of it because I think it scared <laughs> our dogs. Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, it, it's the uh, the idea of art pushing boundaries. Like, there's the, the you know, our video games art. Uh, you know, where's the line between pornography and art? Mm-hmm. Like, is Japanese music, I think, is a really important question just a, a question that i'd be curious to hear the side that says it is music because <clears throat> yeah. for me listen to that that's not music music has has uh, tone has meter you know has rhythm mm-hmm. um that that seemed to just be noise to me mm-hmm. but i'm also not a musician so. i guess there's, there was a, a book i should have wrote it down but um that a guy uh researched Japanese and different groups and the nitty gritty and wrote a book about it. Um, yeah, that would be interesting, but yet not really because I just don't find that to be very interesting. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not for me and Mm-mm. you know, not to yuck anybody's yum. If you're into Japanese, that's, that's fantastic. And the, the conversation of is it music or not, that, that wasn't my intent to like to degrade it or mm-hmm. say it's not worth as much as other mediums i just everything that i understand music to be none of that was present in that right so maybe it's more of an experience or maybe i I mean it was really big in the 90s and it's kind of dwindled since then like the excitement has gone down on it i guess yeah i think the song we listened to was oh four okay i think so post the big post the yeah the big japanese boom yeah yeah i mean interesting i saw a couple different um groups or artists and one of them, yeah, and maybe it was just really poor sound quality or something, mm. but they just sounded, in my opinion, terrible. Okay. Um, but then the the artist would get up on stage, like I think this woman was kind of flailing around all over the place on stage, 
you know, because obviously with Japanese, I mentioned before that it's just like going as ridiculous as you can, right? Yeah. And yeah. loud and all that. And every once in a while, she would just like say, scream something into the microphone and then she'd fall down and um, just do it all over again. So right. that was interesting. And then I saw a couple guys like on um, the electronic tables and like turntables? Uh, no. Maybe it's maybe. Okay. I guess when I think of turntables, I think of vinyl, and I don't think that's correct. Uh, I don't know. The- S- some type of electric. Okay. Okay. <laughs> electric. I don't know. <laughs> I sound so old. Anyways, um, yeah, and theirs was just yeah layered noise, and I saw people like headbang into it, and I'm like, there's just not nothing to like. There's no beat to headbang to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's extremely inaccessible because we have no idea what we're trying to listen to or for right yeah and it's just yeah i mean i can only imagine if i were to play that for my grandparents they'd be like what is wrong with this the sound oh. and the, you know <laughs> not saying that it's obviously not for them but yeah um no it just i really was just cringing at everything mm. that i saw and was listening to but you know what everybody they everyone's got their their musical sure you know interests and sure. uh this just was not for me um but it just it reminded me like if you had a really terrible day and you didn't care what came out of your mouth or how loud and yeah. stupid you felt like your body was doing weird things like or if you're like really mad at your stepdad and he's like you better not slam that door and turn that music up real loud right <laughs> like, i'll do you one better i'm gonna kick the door closed and i'm gonna turn up this non-music and like dance real hard in my room yep yeah that's what it reminded me of um so yeah i just uh didn't really care for it but Mm -hmm. i thought Mm -hmm. it was worth mentioning because i'd never heard of it before yeah but yeah well i i had never heard of japanoise either so thank you for bringing that to my attention i hope to never hear that again (laughs) (laughs) um have you ever listened to have you listened to much uk rap um kind of yeah i want to listen to more yeah when we were younger like kind of high school age uh, i think there was a group called the streets and it was this 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 white dude was the mc and like the really popular song they had was uh uh you'll fit you'll fit but don't you know it and, oh fun uh eh, it was a little earwormy it was them trying to break mm. into the states um they had some other better songs if i remember correctly um, but that one was just the most catchy, so I'm sure they wanted to kind of push that one to try and get big in, in the mm-hmm. States, like I said. But, um, yeah, always makes me think of Attack the Block. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just I really want to kind of dig into more uh, UK. I, I don't know if yeah. it's Cockney or I don't know what the, the term would be for kind of um, young urban slang. It I, might be. Uh, well, Cockney is, I believe it's based in a regional? region yeah so i i i don't know i have yeah. no idea well well oh, i'll have to dig in mm-hmm. hmm. okay but yeah but uh give that... myself homework in my head yeah <laughs> <laughs> watch attack the block again and mm-hmm. listen to some uk rap mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that's that's all i got on the the different countries and i don't see japanese coming to the united states anytime soon but no no. I know you had, you had mentioned which one do you think, yeah. if any, would make its way. Or I've listened to some Mexican rock. You know, it's it's like any other rock. Mm-hmm. You know, some has 
more merit, mm-hmm. you know, based on my opinion than others. But, um, yeah. And, I mean, uh, I know uh, when I first looked up, like, uh, Mexico, it brought up, obviously, the mariachi. Sure. And uh, it's funny because, like, I'll go through different radio stations as I'm trying to find a good song to listen mm-hmm. to in the car. And sometimes it'll bring up uh, different, like, uh, Mexican music or mm-hmm. mariachi-type style. And for some reason, I always pause on it and, like, listen to it for a while. It it's just, a like, fun always, change of pace. It just always catches my attention. We don't have much music that is that horn and guitar-centric, acoustic guitar-centric. I kind of love it. Yeah, it's a fun time. I mean, our neighbors... Um, and the the way back across the pond from us when they ever when they have like a birthday party or something mm-hmm. they're always it. they're always blaring yeah. music and it's just yeah it's always so fun yeah yeah just want to like walk over and be like can I get a beer and party with you guys right right <laughs> yeah yeah you, you guys heard Desposito <laughs> wasn't that like a that was like a huge like a like a yeah. record breaking song right uh-huh. yeah was I don't remember a, the artists uh, I don't either I, I, well I think Bieber was one. Well, Bieber, I think he, they brought Bieber on, yeah, but they, they created the, group, the song though. before. No, me neither. <sighs> it was really good, though. Good for them. Hope they got paid. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah I hope. I just don't, I don't know. Music industry. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to hear what type of uh, K-pop stores you found in Denver, or was that another dead end that I gave you? Sort of. Oh, God. So it was, it was actually really funny. I... Uh, Let's go ahead and click out of this uh, Japanese. Yeah. So I looked up a K-pop store uh, in Denver. Just did a Google map search. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twist and Shout Records. Fun. That's just a record store. Oh. Trung on Inc. Uh, everything from teas and herbs to cookware <laughs> and skincare products on a cheery display in a strip mall. Makes sense. FYE top uh, review that they have here i love that they have k-pop albums so that's not a k-pop store hot topic wax tracks records they you so know, basically all the records stores anything that, that might sell k-pop yeah exactly groups. anything that might have some k-pop stuff i i haven't been into a hot topic in years mm-hmm. i wonder if k-pop's kind of taken over i feel like maybe i feel like when we were in high school that's where i'd kind of go to get some band shirts me too every once in a while good charlotte oh, yeah you, you did love your good charlotte <laughs> yeah and uh and newfound glory oh man you, yes sorry you were going. a pop punk princess that's I, nothing know. wrong with that yeah yep uh, but uh then i feel like kind of superheroes sort of dominated i'm sure still dominated especially with like harley quinn and the joker and Forgive me, but kind of edge lordy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if K-pop's starting to kind of push into hot topic. That would make sense. It would. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, anybody, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that Denver really has any K-pop centric stores. That's a bummer. I know it would have been nice, but that would have been real fun. So then I just I kind of just searched for K-pop stores, and I found a K-pop online store called K-pop Shop. Uh, dot com, if you can imagine, and yeah, what uh, do they have? So it's cool. Uh, top uh, kind of categories they have here. Excuse me, is a black pink merch, stray kid shop, which that's apparently a group. Mm. Oh, okay. Same thing with a tease or ATs, uh, BTS. Of course. Then they have K-pop albums, mm-hmm. uh, and then they have a. If you go to more K-pop groups, they have like a. I'd say a pretty decent list. Yeah. They've got Big Bang centric, which is, bands. or no, not, it's not Big, big Bang 
Big Bang Shop. Was Big Bang one of the uh, agencies? Mm. Like BTS was under? I thought Big Bang was a group. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was, I don't know. Because there was Big Hit Entertainment. Big Hit was it. Yep, you're so right. So I think Big Bang is a group, yeah. You're absolutely right. Oh, and um, Astro, of course. Yep, that's another group. Yeah, and then they've got, you know, just kind of K-pop, generic K-pop stuff you can search. Um, something that I thought was cool is uh, under the AT shop, um, there is this item, uh, 30 pieces per set, K-pop AT's Lomo card. What is a Lomo card? So... I did a little bit of research. Okay. Uh, so apparently uh, groups like BTS will make official photo cards. Um, I don't know if kids try to collect them or if it's... Like baseball cards, but... Uh, yeah, it kind of looks members? like it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, maybe there's like a trading implement of like, I've got most of the members of BTS, but I need, I need Mochi. I don't remember the guy's name, but I, I watched... Uh, Oh, what's that? Uh, the dude that go the car carpool karaoke. Oh, uh, James Corden. James Corden, yeah, he had BTS mm-hmm. in for carpool karaoke, and I watched. I think I watched all of it. And one of the guys, his nickname was Mochi, mm. so that's that's the only name that I can think of. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, official photo card sets um, are a thing, but Lomo cards are unofficial and made by a third party. Hmm. They can include almost any photo, including a lot of photos stolen from fan sites oh or my an gosh. artist slash group uh, or news website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know, I believe China, their uh, copyright laws are a lot more loosey-goosey than ours. Oh. So if if uh, South Korea is anywhere, anything similar, I'm sure that uh, Lomo cards are a big industry because if, if there's no punishment for just taking photos from a, a fan site or whatever, mm-hmm. printing them on cards and selling those cards. I bet that's pretty big money. Yeah. Um, God, I should get myself a black pink t-shirt. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Hell yeah, look at these. This isn't going to be good <laughs> podcasting, but um, that's a... They've got, like, they... The stuff that I've been seeing specifically on kpopshop.com, they have mm-hmm. a lot of just band shirts. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yep. But they do have some... Like printed. Uh, some kind of more more fashionable things. Um, not so much black pink. Although I think I want to get the shirt that says Kill This Love. Because <laughs> that's a fun song. And uh, I think I would look good in it. I mean, I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm be proud. I'm going to look good in it. Your birthday um, is coming up. Oh, my God. It's coming up, you guys. <laughs> Send me free things. Um, yeah, so there's a... This there's a shirt that looks a little more kind of fashiony because yeah, like a, I don't a black and white it. yeah quarter length sleeve ripped shirt that says black pink on it yeah yeah and it's huh. like wide on the body and yeah the I like the uh, I like the tears on the sleeves I think that's pretty cool um, this is this is uh, Uncle Garrett showing you that he has no idea what fashion is <laughs> um, I like the booty shorts though those are good booty you could shorts. rock those booty shorts oh thank you so much. Yeah, and looks like little charm bracelets. Face masks. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, ooh, those are fun. Those earrings? Those uh, got to be. I don't know. Cross uh, something. Must be earrings. We're looking at the One Piece K-pop yeah. Stray Kids cross earrings. Um, yeah, it's like a small, not even a hoop, more yeah. like a semicircle that goes in the ear, but then there's three crosses hanging off of them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fun. A lot um, of fun stuff there. 
Yeah. I wonder if these are Lomo cards too. Oh, uh, so they, they photo have... card. So these might be more legit. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, from Stray Kids Unlock Go Live in Life. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's like But their... yeah, it does. It looks almost like, uh, I, I guess, kind of like baseball cards, but just more artistic. Of course, they don't really have stats per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you could like, it's like this one's pretty and this one's prettier and mm-hmm. this this one is the singer and this one's the MC or the kind of the big dancer guy. I feel like nothing is off limits when it comes to merchandise when you have oh, a sure. really big following. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people want to make money and yeah. they, they will hitch their wagon to the new hot thing. Mm-hmm. AKA Blackpink. Yeah. Although I'm sure by now everybody's like, what? Blackpink? Like they've been around forever. Now I'm into Doki Doki. Black White. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I I just found uh, this this fun article on Tripzilla. uh, Mm -hmm. Eight must visit stores in Seoul to shop for K-pop merchandise. Okay. So when we go to Seoul, we'll just have to add this to the list. It just makes all the sense in the world that Seoul has a ton of K-pop shops. Absolutely. Uh, so they start off in the, um, again, Ooh. always as always, apologies for pronunciations. Myeongdong? Uh, it appears to be Myeongdong. The, uh, the Myeongdong district. Uh, they say the first place to stop is Music Korea. Music Korea is one of the biggest K-pop merchandise retailers in South Korea. Not only does it have a popular online store that ships globally, it also has a physical store in Myeongdong. Right out of exit six of Myeongdong Metro Station, you'll see a massive mm, Uniqlo building. Hmm. I I don't know what Uniqlo is. U N I K or Q L O. Never heard that. Um, opposite it is where you'll find Music Korea on the third floor. God, I want to go to Korea so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, got some more stuff, but uh, yeah. So let me read this address to you because I do not understand it at all, as I shouldn't. I've never been to Korea. Uh, so the address is 3F, 52, Myeongdong, 8Na-Gil, Junggu, Seoul, South Korea. So I understood Seoul hmm. and South Korea there. Yeah. Okay, so wait, 3F, third floor. So maybe it's building 52? Maybe. Maybe In the, the street. Myeongdong district? Yeah, maybe maybe that yeah, maybe that's Korean for district in, in Junggu. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Huh. And their hours are 9:30 a.m. to 10:30 p.m. daily. Guys, if you want to fly to South Korea right now, first of all, that <laughs> won't work. Second of all, their hours may differ due to COVID. Mhm. Mhm. I th- I think Korea is doing okay with COVID. I think they've been doing pretty well. Oh man, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hope, if they up. are, I hope they keep doing great. Mm-hmm. Next is Buru Track, I think. Um, compared to Music Korea, Buru Track or Buru's uh, <laughs> is more laid back and rustic. Instead of a fancy looking building, it operates out of a humble, homey shop lot. Like Music Korea, it stocks plenty of official albums and goods. However, this famous music store also sells a selection of posters, notebooks, stickers, coasters, and other collectibles. Yeah, cool. that's fun. Well, it's been open since uh, 79. Good for Good them. Good for them. I hope it's still around. And, of course, that's a uh, lo- – I mean, I don't need to tell you guys, but I will anyways. It's located at 37-1, Myeongdong, <laughs> 8 Nagil, Junggu, Seoul, South Korea. I hope I'm not offending anybody but I probably am. Anywho, 
Next is Myeongdong Underground Shopping Center. This seems really cool. Fun. Yes. So um, this says, uh, however, before you even reach, reach Buru Track or Music Korea, you'll likely pass by the Myeongdong Underground Shopping Center. It's connected to the Myeongdong Metro Station's exit, so it's literally impossible to miss it. My hmm. friends, I say this with all seriousness, this is most highly recommended spot to buy your K-pop merch. Very cool. I want to read the second because that was really nice. <laughs> uh, second paragraph. There are quite a number of K-pop shops to choose from, which means that prices are quite competitive. That means you may be able to score something for a cheaper price here. The albums are all official and come with the usual pre-order benefits. While there are also additional merch like Lomo cards, stickers, and even towels. Mm, wrap yourself up in a K-pop yeah. artist. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine it's on the beach? <laughs> laying there on Jung Hong. Uh, if your idol has modeled or advertised for a particular brand, you can probably find the related merch here too. Hmm. Wow, that's high praise. Yeah. Okay. So, friends, next time we go to Korea, we are stopping by the Myeongdong Underground Shopping Center first to get mm. us some towels. We won't miss it. Nope. Uh, now we're going to Dong Daemun. Daemun. Daemun? Yeah, something like that. Um, Apparently, it's a uh, pretty frequent tourist hotspot in Seoul. Okay. Uh, and in Dongdaemun, they have K-Town for You. Uh, for the longest time, K-Town for You has been a staple online store for many international K-pop fans. It's shipped global group orders for albums, stocked rare merch like magazine features and official light sticks, and even organized celebrity and fan club events. Very cool. Um, oh, yeah, and apparently in 2017, K-Town for You officially opened its first offline store in DDP. I'm guessing that's Dong Daemun? I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, next is SM Town and Store. Attention fans of Red Velvet, EXO, Girls' Generation, Super Junior, and all other artists of SM Entertainment, this one's your personal K-pop paradise. The SM Town and Store at DDP is arguably one of the most popular SM exclusive K-pop shops in Seoul. I I saw that and I'm like, of course, of course, an agency would have its own store. That surprised me, but it shouldn't. Like, mm -hmm. I'm you know, I wonder if Big Hit has their own store, and I believe YP or JY something. Like that. Uh, I think y YP. YP maybe? sounds like one. Um, yeah. So that's cool that SM has their own store. Um. And guys, I'm embarrassed to admit this. This is how I found out that there is a place called Gangnam from uh, Sai's Gangnam Style song. Mm -hmm. I had no idea Gangnam was a place. I don't think I knew either. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I guess he was just doing stuff Gangnam Style, like where he's from. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the district of Gangnam shot to fame thanks to the viral 2012 hit song Gangnam Style. Generally speaking, Gangnam is an upscale shopping and nightlife district punctuated by gleaming skyscrapers and stylish eateries and clubs. There are plenty of K-pop stores in Gangnam, but here I'll highlight the two most unique. Those are the Gangnam Tourist Information Center, which is not a catchy name for a store. <laughs> I would, well, granted, I'd probably like, see that and it'd be in Korean. I'd be like, what does that mean? And you know, yeah. a friend would be like, oh, it's the Gangnam. Visitor Center. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to go to a tourist information center. That doesn't sound very fun at all. No, but uh, the, the author says, it might sound weird to visit a tourist information center for your K-pop <laughs> shopping needs, but yeah. there's good reason for it. Conveniently located in central Gangnam, the tourist information center does more than just provide information to tourists. 
On the second floor of the building, visitors will be able to immerse themselves in a true Hallyu experience. I don't remember. What is Hallyu, I wonder? I don't know. I feel like that's come up in the past searches that I've done. Hallyu. Searching, searching, searching. Uh, Korean drama? Uh, the Korean wave, also known as Hallyu, refers to the global popularity of South Korea's cultural economy, exporting pop culture, entertainment, music, TV, dramas, and movies. Hallyu is a Chinese term, which, when translated, literally means Korean wave. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so, kind of like hip-hop is to rap, but also hip-hop culture, fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hallyu. Okay. Cool. Dope. Very nice. Um, and then the last the last one they have in Gangnam, at least, is... Uh, so it's either SUM Market or SUM Market and SM Entertainment. Uh, with the popularity of artists such as SNSD, Red Velvet, and EXO, it's no surprise the fans regularly visit the SM Entertainment building inside... No, excuse me, uh, Entertainment Building. Inside, you'll find a SM-themed cafe where you can enjoy snacks and drinks as well as admire some art pieces by your favorite SM idols. Hmm. So as we've mentioned many times in this podcast, uh, we have a friend, Juna. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is uh, she was born in Japan, and uh, uh, she's been in the States for a couple of years now. Uh, one of my favorite parts when we were first meeting Juna, uh, when she was uh, dating a close friend of ours, is she would always bring treats from Japan and, mm-hmm. and surrounding areas. So fun. I miss that so much. I do I too. I love trying just little little niblets, little treats right. from all around the world. Man, <laughs> yeah. that's a, that is such a good time. You know what we should sign up for is there's actually a subscription that will send you foreign really? treats, like oh. a box of foreign treats from all over the world. I'm trying to be a good boy though. I was going to say it's a lot of junk food, so <laughs> yeah. may not we, be on our... I mean, if nothing else, we could like try a little bit and then give the rest out to our friends yeah, and true. stuff be like hey we got these mochi cookies or something mm-hmm. yeah I keep, keep saying mochi you must really like mochi yeah he seems like a nice guy uh, and the food is good yeah i think <laughs> mochi balls right yeah i'm not sure i've ever tried it i remember i think i've tried it once and it was like powdery on the outside and kind of doughy mm. you know i don't think i've still ever tried boba I think every time I've seen Boba, I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that's for me. I need to try it. You need to try it. Yeah. yeah. Boba is so good. I actually, um, so when we were out in Arizona, there's actually a Boba tea shop out there that Chelsea took us to, my sister. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it it was like you got to choose a flavor of Boba that you wanted in the tea, whether you wanted a milk tea or a juice tea, all Mm. these different things that I didn't even know existed with Boba because usually I just go to like, um, oh, there was a... Asian restaurant that I, I tried in our sister city over here. And um, it was, yeah, basically like this is our boba tea. So you take it or leave it. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. So there's nice. ones that you could either have like chewy boba or there's ones that like pop in your mouth. Oh, don't make me choose. <laughs> I know. That is so good. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. It was I, really cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like an adventure. Mm-hmm. I love adventures. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then the last one they have... Uh, they have it listed under others. Maybe they'll tell us why. Uh, it is called <laughs> 20 Space Dash The Mint Universe Parentheses Cube Cafe. Is that right? Parentheses or? Yeah, that's parentheses. Yeah. Cube Cafe. I wonder 
with that at Cube Cafe. Yeah. So 20 Space, which used to be called Cube Studio Cafe, is an ambient cafe owned by Cube Entertainment. That makes sense now. Located near uh, Xiangsu Metro Station, 20 Space features a modern, relaxing atmosphere where customers, fans or otherwise, can chill and enjoy refreshing drinks and yummy snacks. Apart from that, you can also purchase K-pop souvenirs related to Cube artists such as B2B, CLC, G-Idol, and more. If you're a fan of Cube artists, uh, this is certainly a location that's not to be missed when you go on a K-pop shopping spree. Cool. So apparently this is yeah, located in Xiangsu. Uh, looks like they might have looked. Or no, this is all the same thing. So that's in Xiangdonggu. Okay. Yeah. You know, when I saw Cube Cafe, my mind went to, oh, I bet everything that is there is, is cube looking. Hmm. <laughs> How fun would that be, though? Like, you've got a cube table, cube chairs. Yeah. Cube boba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I got to be honest. I get old after five minutes. Yeah. I'd be like trying to wipe my face with a cube napkin. I'd be like, no, I'm done. Sick of this. <laughs> Um, and uh, this article was written by Darren Yo, Darren Yo, in May twenty second of twenty twenty. So just wanted to make sure he got his proper due. Uh, that was super interesting, and of course, it makes me want to visit visit Seoul, mm-hmm. South Korea, even more. Right? Oh, it'd be so fun. It looks like a blast. We will make it happen. Yep, someday. It's going to happen. We're making it happen. Yep. Vision board that mm-hmm. that bitch. <laughs> so that's about all I've got for mine. Kind of short subjects this week, but that's all right. Shorties but sweeties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess maybe not too short. We're almost at an hour. That's not bad. Yeah, we're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, formally, I would like to say goodbye to K-pop month. Mm-hmm. We had a ton of fun. We learned a lot. Yeah, we did. Learned a whole hell of a lot. That was really fun. About a different culture. That's great. And we will miss you. Mm-hmm. But we're taking you with us. We're still going to listen to K-pop every once in a while and... We got BTS on, on the my Beat, beat Saber. Saber. Yeah. Yep. So, it's uh, not leaving me anytime soon. Yes. Yes. K pop has touched us. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, so, with that being said, K pop is dead to me. <laughs> We're moving on <laughs> to February, mm-hmm. which uh, is Black History Month. And I don't, I think the title that we had was like lesser known stories, sto- like stories in black history. Mm hmm. Um, I've got an assignment for you. It's not really lesser known, but I feel like it might be, well, you know what, actually, do you mind going first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I came across, and I'm just going to give you a name because I don't want to s- spoil it. Okay. Uh, so her name is Claudette Colvin, and I would like to you to tell me her story. Okay. Claudette Colvin. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Um... So, again, this one's not really lesser known, but I would like you to not only tell me about the uh, the Little Rock Nine, but I'd also kind of like you to follow up after the major events that made the Little Rock Nine a thing. Okay. So, Little Rock Nine and the events that followed. Yeah, the, the, the nine people, kind of if there's information on maybe what they grew up to do you know what what the rest of their lives contained like i don't know if they became uh, accountants or you know if 
They became civil rights leaders, whatever that may be. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, you say it was lesser, not really lesser known, but I don't, that doesn't sound familiar Did to I me Did I not say that? Okay. Just black, black history, black Very stories. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And of course we understand that we are two white people telling mm-hmm. stories about black uh, history. So uh, we're going to do our best to be respectful as possible and right. understand that, uh, yeah, these aren't, I mean, these are just, these are, these are important stories um, that we're trying to teach. Right. Or not just trying to talk about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I really hope that uh, they kind of change that in the school system because I feel like, at least when we went to school, it, yeah, we would talk about um, in February only, like black history. Yeah. And everything else was just labeled quote unquote history. Right. And it's like, I wish that they would just integrate everything together. So that way, you know, it's just history. You have the same timeline and you just tell us everything that happened yeah yeah and i mean when we were talking about starting this month you know uh, i brought up how we had no idea that juneteenth was a thing Mm -hmm. until 2020 we had no idea that uh we knew very little about uh, the 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 assault on uh, black wall street in uh, oklahoma i believe Mm -hmm. uh yeah just i mean clearly there's stories that aren't being told in schools and uh, I think it's going to be very fascinating to dig in a little more. I mean, Mm -hmm. we might stay a little more America centric, but then again, we might spread out and tell some other, some other uh, interesting stories, Mm -hmm. try to relay them as best as possible. Um, If you're a listener to this show, a frequent listener, you may know that our, our research isn't like, top notch no you know? we, we don't have <laughs> interns that help us to research or anything so we're we're doing our best we're copying and pasting mm-hmm. uh we will try to do these stories as much justice as possible that's yeah. all that's all we can do mm-hmm. yep so exactly fantastic i'm excited yes now oh do you want to bring up some nice piano music on your phone yeah okay so this is the part of the show where we like to do um what would you? What would we call this segment? Uh, maybe slow, sexy rap. I don't know. What? Do, so I feel like a lot of our songs have been pretty horny. Should we? Should we call it like <laughs> slow and thirsty? There you go. Slow and thirsty is pretty good, right? <laughs> and then, of course, after that, then we'll we'll say goodbye, and then we'll yeah, talk about Wandavision yeah. for anybody right, who right. wants to. Oh, and by the way, did you know that slow and thirsty was my nickname in college? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will never get sick of that bit. Cash will get sick of that bit. He's going to be tired of me doing that, but that's fun. Uh, All right. So, yeah, I've got it set up. You're going to start at this uh, top paragraph here. Can you hear and, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we hear it okay. And start with the top paragraph? Yeah, I'd say read as much as you want. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. As much or as little, whatever you're feeling. Okay, I'll just... Sitting at home with my dick on hard. So I got the black book for a freak to call. Picked up the telephone, then dialed the seven digits. Said, yo, this marquee, baby, are you down with it? I arrived at her house, knocked on the door, not having no idea of what the night had in store. I'm like a dog in heat. Mm. 
A freak without warning. I have an appetite for sex. Cause me so horny. Ah. <laughs> 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 hmm. Ah. <laughs> oh, I thought I had it. All right. Mm. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Sorry. Me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Me love you long time. Ah, me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Me love you long time. Girls always ask me why I fuck so much. I say, what's wrong, baby doll? With a quick nut? Because <laughs> you're the one. And you shouldn't be mad. I won't tell your mama if you don't tell your dad. I know he'll be disgusted. Oh my god, sorry mom. When he sees your butt. <laughs> I didn't read that far. <laughs> You're mm busted. Wow. Won't your mama be so mad if she knew I got that ass? I'm a freaking heat. A dog without warning. My appetite is sex, cause me so horny. Wow, powerful, powerful words. <laughs> Boy, were we supposed to read those before? Oh, were we? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're supposed to read those before. Huh? And I'll totally remember next time. Ah, uh, you know you won't. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, boy. <sighs> Almost made you say the P word on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I blushing? <laughs> Gotta get that lemon juice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, wash. Lemon water, I guess. Wash the sin out of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That is the end of K-pop month. That is the end of the podcast. Unless you want to stick around for some WandaVision spoilers. Thank you, as always, for joining us. It's always a pleasure to hang out with my wife mm-hmm. and make her say dirty things. Oh, my God. And hopefully you guys get some enjoyment out of it, too. <laughs> we will be back next week uh, for Black History Month. Couldn't be more excited. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you guys have a wonderful week. And we love you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Take care of each other. Don't be a Richard. Do not. Do not. Don't be a Richard. Don't be a Richard. Don't be a Richard. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Are you think they're gone? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about WandaVision. Oh, this episode was a breath of fresh air. I am so excited. We got to see some more of Monica Rambeau outside of the reality mm-hmm. that Wanda has created. Yep. Which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a great episode. They just always leave you wanting more. At oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Kat Dennings mm-hmm. was so good to see again. I feel yeah, like, I love that character. Yeah, that she plays. That, I mean, she did the best that she could with those first two Thor movies, mm-hmm. and she, she was good. Mm-hmm. But she just yep. didn't have a lot. She didn't have a ton to do, just besides being comic relief. And I really hope that. Uh, you know, she's able to kind of dig her claws even deeper into the Marvel 
universe so she can keep coming back. Same thing with uh, Randall Park. I don't remember mm-hmm. the character's name, but he's the FBI agent that was in Ant-Man 2. Um, and I love that when they showed him, he did a close-up magic to hand his card mm-hmm. to Monica Rambeau. Then we talked about how uh, in Ant-Man 2, he was blown away by mm-hmm. how uh, Ant-Man could... Lang. Yes, yeah, Scott Lang. Scott yeah. Lang, there it is. Wow, great pull. How he taught himself <laughs> to do close-up magic. So it's those little character things. Like, they're, they're not a big deal, but it's just... It, Gives you, to, like, gives you a little giggle when you're in the know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, especially for an episode that's kind of a, like, I feel like the second half was kind of a recap episode. Yeah. It still moved at a great clip. Um, started off with a huge bang. Seeing Monica re reappearing. Right. Getting put back together after the snap mm-hmm. was wild. And I, I liked how they did it because in Spider-Man... People just kind of blipped back into existence uh, in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Right, they right. show a brief clip at the beginning. Um, I like the idea of them coming back, like their ashes kind of forming themselves yes, again. Yes, yeah. I think that's terrifying and cool. Such a fun, such just a an awesome visual. And how confusing would that day have been? Oh yeah, For I mean everybody, everybody who's coming back and they're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, what just happened? Yeah, like I was just here and now everything is different. Where's the pe- person that I was? With, you know. Yeah, I know after crazy. after Avengers Endgame, people wrote think pieces of like how, uh, like, of course, half of our world being snapped out of existence, that would have horrible detrimental effects to uh, our just our, our, our planet. And, well, for a planet, it might not be too bad. But yeah. generally speaking, for communities, for infrastructure, it would be terrible. Yeah. But then for people to, for half of the country to blip back into existence. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean. Chaos. Yeah, having it happen in a hospital was was brilliant because everybody's running around panicking because now there's no room double for... the people in this facility. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was uh, a stroke of genius. So cool. To start that off. And, yeah, I didn't even consider uh, what uh, Monica Rambeau was doing uh, during the blip and to see her kind of come back into, into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, was awesome and really grabbed your attention yeah yeah i like that they uh in this episode was able to answer some of your questions from the last four or five because was this episode six i don't remember no now. this is episode four only four yeah because they premiered the first two episodes on the same day yeah and then episode three. Oh yeah is that right yeah because the second episode is when monica rambo really premiered because she was in the magic show and then third episode, Scarlet Witch gave birth to the twins because that would be 50s, 60s, 70s. Hmm. And mm-hmm. so unless they continue the next episode with focusing on the outside world, yeah, the next episode should be the 80s, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to. I think they're going to have a really good time with that. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we're getting into more familiar territory for, for us being born in 86. We've got some knowledge of 80s-style sitcoms. You know, I had a thought um, after we watched it. So, obviously, Kat Dennings, her character, is watching um, this alternate reality as a TV show, right? Right. Um, the names of all the people at for the ending credits, do you yeah. think they really have anything to do with Wanda's reality? Like, do you think it's just all the people that lived in the... Mm. Oh, so you mean if... 
Oh, I haven't looked at the cast that closely. I think initially what they're showing is truly people that worked on the show. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to look and we'll have to kind of keep a closer eye. Because, yeah, I mean, if it it very well may say it's probably nothing, Ashley but... Olsen as Wanda Maximoff and uh, um, so on and so forth. But, uh, yeah, I wonder if they drop any Easter eggs in there at the very least or if they yeah. mess around with that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure, I'm just looking into it. But Yeah. And uh, I... I told you guys, like, I was watching too many YouTube videos about the MCU leading up to this, so mm-hmm. kind of had some stuff minorly spoiled for myself. But the fact that they broke away from the uh, the structure they'd been doing for the first three episodes mm-hmm. and kind of took us outside of that world was just uh, the best. I felt so like the, their timing for that was really good. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I Like little by little, each episode did a little bit more, a little bit more, and then they didn't make you wait forever yeah. to figure out some things. Yeah. I don't think this would be a great show if you're just waiting until the very last episode to finally get right. some answers. Like mm-hmm. I think they, they, yeah, giving some questions, answering them three episodes later, two episodes, whatever, in the fourth episode, now they have room to build up some more mystery and then they can solve it down the road. I, yeah, like I, th- I think that makes a ton of sense and people won't get worn out and just mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, we've been burned before, right, guys? Remember Lost? You know, they just keep setting up <laughs> mysteries and then they really don't answer them. Yeah, like that is the don't make sense at the end. That's incredibly frustrating. So, yeah, I think it's it's smart, especially after the break that we've had from MCU films uh, to yeah, not string us along for, you know, seven or eight episodes and then at the very last episode try and answer all these questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it continues to delight me to mm-hmm. no end. Um, I don't remember how the episode ended. Really. Um, oh, that, was, uh, uh, what's her first name, Rambo? Monica. Monica, um, where she was blipped outside and they yeah. all came running mm-hmm. and they were, they were like, what happened in there? And she said, it's Wanda. It's, oh, it's all Wanda it's or all something Wanda. like that. Yeah. And then it's uh, Wanda and Vision sitting on the couch at the end, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, they they hinted at this in the earlier episodes, like uh, um, Randall Park's character being able to talk over the radio saying, Wanda, who's doing this to you? So it'll be good to now have Monica on the outside to say, no, it's not somebody doing this to Wanda. It is Wanda creating this creating this yeah she is in control um can i get a little little personal mm-hmm. when wanda confronts uh monica mm-hmm. and basically tells her to get out she's simultaneously so scary and so hot it's really confusing <laughs> she is a beautiful woman oh she's gorgeous yeah yeah but just the intensity on her face is incredible she does such a good job uh, yeah yeah i mean those those two actors that's I think the perfect jumping off point mm-hmm. for uh, phase four yeah. with, with those two characters and actors. They're just so much fun. Mm-hmm. They're a great time. So, yeah. And I'm looking forward to some darker stuff. I know that uh, Dr. Strange in the multiverse of Madness is supposed to be more of a horror movie. Oh, really? I hope they, I hope they actually stick to that. Cause I feel like when, isn't it still Disney or no? Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to dip into horror. Yeah. But not rated R. 
I don't think for that one. They're going to do rated R for uh, Deadpool 3. That's right. Yeah, and some other movie. I think Blade may be rated R when it comes out in a few years. Hmm. But I don't think Doctor Strange. I, th- I think that one, they already released like a mainline Doctor Strange film, so I think they're worried that kids are going to be too into it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can still have PG-13 horror. I'm not looking for like gallons of blood or viscera right. or whatever, but I hope that... Because like New Mutants was supposed to be a horror, and that wasn't... Like that was just wasn't very horror movie ish. Mm-hmm. I also I didn't think it was excellent, but whatever. That's beside the point. Like I want to, I would love a proper MCU horror movie. Mm-hmm. They've already dipped into all these different genres: spy thrillers. Oh, oh sorry, that was me. <laughs> Scared me. Uh, spy thrillers <laughs> and uh, more family oriented stuff with the Ant Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more sci-fi epics like uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's it's time. It's due time. They, I think they've garnered enough interest and good uh, goodwill with their mm-hmm. fans to go on there and do something crazy, nuts. And I think I think that's going to be Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good story for it. Yeah, you know. Um, so you said Blade is coming back in a couple. Yes. Years? Uh, yes. Uh, shoot, I don't remember the name of the actor. I believe he won an Academy Award for Moonlight. Um, was he the main character in Moonlight? I believe so. I never saw Moonlight. I just remember seeing them up on stage accepting. Yeah, them. I believe I believe it's that gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, and he's gonna be playing Blade. Okay. Yeah. That was my question: is if they were gonna have any older characters that were in the past movies. Yeah, yeah, we know of that one. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other older Marvel films. I mean, we talked last week about uh, uh, actors that played Spider-Man in the Sony movies mm-hmm. coming back to make a cameo in the new Spider-Man movie. Right. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many other uh, characters that they can really bring back. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but mm-hmm. I can't think of it. So... Yeah, uh, super pumped for that. Um, I, I guess they're supposed to be premiering some more uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. trailers and stuff. Okay. I hope that blows me away because right now I'm just... I know you're kind of... Again, with how fun and weird WandaVision's being, I just... I'm. Will it live up to it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got trepidations, I think that's a word, about <laughs> getting back into just sort of kind of action mm-hmm. military stuff you know right um but i don't know we'll see yeah i'm excited they're uh they're doing a miss marvel tv show mm-hmm. and um oh so uh, I'm, I'm signed up for marvel unlimited it's a an app where you can read hundreds of thousands of uh, marvel comic books uh digitally and i love it and since i signed up for like a certain year-long plan. They sent me a little box of fun things. It came with a couple of... Uh, uh, like pins, right? Uh, yeah, but it came with two variant covers of uh, some recent Iron Man comics. Mm, and then, yeah, mm-hmm. it came with a, an Iron Man pin that I gave to Cash. Mm-hmm. And there was a Stark Industry sticker. Um, but something that I really liked is there was uh, Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Kamala Khan, um, she was in there and you could take off her arms and put on her like stretched and biggened arms. Yeah, I saw uh, that. She She's a phenomenal character. She's uh, just a ton of fun and a cool new perspective. 
I'm sure I'm repeating myself from past episodes, but that's that's definitely one that I'm uh, excited about. Uh, and sorry, it's me again. I'm playing with my headphones. You guys probably aren't hearing that. Um, also, uh, Marvel's What If. Have you heard about this at all? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So What If is actually a series of Marvel comics. It's been around for a long time. It's mm-hmm. basically... Uh, Marvel's way of messing around with the timeline without actually affecting anything in canon. Okay. So, uh, for example, in this show, uh, one of the episodes will be what if when uh, the when Yondu, uh, he kidnapped Peter Quill and took him up into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if instead of getting Peter Quill, he uh, kidnapped T'Challa? And what if T'Challa essentially became Star-Lord? Oh, interesting. Yeah, another one is what if uh, Steve Rogers either didn't survive or never got the super soldier serum Mm -hmm. and instead they gave it to Peggy Carter, his uh, love interest. She had her own show, Um, so she becomes Captain America. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just some – oh, and I think they're even going to have Marvel zombies in there. Marvel zombies is kind of a a tradition in in the Marvel comics. They'll they'll do a Marvel zombie series like every few years. Mm -hmm. So that'll be it. I think that'll be a good one. I hope that one's super bloody because these are all animated uh, films. So So they they can go crazy. I hope they get like wicked dark with that one. They probably won't. Yeah. Since it is animated. Mm -hmm. Um, But, oh, and I guess something they just announced is when they do release uh, Black Widow in May, they're simultaneously going to release it in theaters, but also on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but for like a premium thing. Like, I think they've been doing that with some other movies. I think they did that for Mulan, where if you want to see it like the first two weeks that it's released, you got to pay an extra 30 bucks. Oh, gotcha. Which I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited to see another mainline MCU film. So, right. Yeah. I, I get, we'll talk about it, but I might be, I might be paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that, Yeah. Uh, so I think that's that's brilliant. I know there is I, apparently there was some contract stuff where uh, um, oh, Scarlett Johansson in her contract limited it to like it didn't allow the movie to be released in theaters. I believe, or I'm sorry, it didn't allow for the movie to be released released straight to streaming services hmm. like Disney Plus. Only could be released in theaters. Um, because I'm assuming she has some sort of contract agreement on the back end where if it makes so much money and then she makes money. Um, but apparently there's a loophole where if they release it in the theaters, but also simultaneously on Disney plus, Mm -hmm. they've somehow negotiated it to where that's a thing. So that's, I think that's great for everybody. Yeah. Why not? You know, I know there's some movie theaters open around here and frankly, I'd like to go see it in theaters, but we'll see. I mean, it's four months away. You know, that's mm. that's a good chunk of time to... That's true. Yeah. Who, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. yeah. But, gosh, anything else about WandaVision? Mm. I know some, uh, some news outlets are trying to theorize as to who is the villain in this series because we don't really have an antagonist yet besides... Wanda, pretty much. I was going to say, I feel like it's not really going to be an antagonist. Like, just it's just her. Like yeah, said. yeah. I, I think I think the closest that we've gotten so far is, uh, oh, the, the guy that's leading S.W.O.R.D. Mm. Yeah, he seems like he's going to be kind of more, more of uh, an ignorant dope that kind of gets not a just a... 
a guy that's in power that's going to get in the way and like mm-hmm. him sending the guy into the sewer, even though Randall Park's character is like, we don't know that the, you know, the barrier goes, doesn't go down to the sewer. Right. And he just kind of didn't care. That's true. So yeah. I think, um, but yeah, there's still people theorizing that, uh, the gal that was on SNL, she's like kind of the quirky next door neighbor mm-hmm. that she's potentially going to be the villain in this mm-hmm. series. We'll see how that plays out. She'd be she'd be phenomenal at it. She's an yeah. incredible actor. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I just love the show so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just been uh next to the stand, like the stand mm-hmm. and this has been our appointment viewing. Mm-hmm. We don't get that too often unless the show like really hits for both of us. Yeah. And so far the stand and WandaVision are like they're definitely bringing us together once a week. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Not like we don't ever see each other, but right. just like it's appointment <laughs> viewing for us. You guys, this is the only time we talk to each other during the whole week. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. We both work from home, but we just refuse. No eye contact. <laughs> yeah. We just lock each other in our own yeah. rooms. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think I think that's enough yeah. nerdy-ass Marvel talk for the week. <laughs> so uh, if you stuck with us for the extra spoilers and whatnot, uh, we hope you had a good time. And uh, as always, if you guys want to tell us what you're thinking about WandaVision or if you know of some sort of scoop that we don't know about, mm-hmm. uh, life well spent at yahoo.com. Yep. You can hit us up there. Um, oh my, I haven't checked that email in a while. If you guys have emailed us and I and we have so responded, I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> on me. That's on you, boy. Um, but also you can uh, check us out at life underscore well underscore spent underscore on Instagram. Instagram. Um, Again, need to, I need to post more stuff to that. Did we post something to that recently? Oh, uh, we did. I don't remember what it was. doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll try to be more active. Um, yeah, I think I was going to take a picture of something I made the other day, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to be that guy yet. I'm not ready. That you made? It was like food. Oh. Yeah. Oh, why not? I don't know. I got to, I don't know. I've just never taken pictures of my food. Oh. Apparently, they say it makes the food taste better when you post it. Really? <laughs> It's probably way wrong, but... No, I could see some psychosomatic thing going on there. (laughs) All right, guys. Again, have a fabulous week. We love you. Yeah, achieve all your dreams and your hopes, and still continue to not be a Richard. Yep. All right, love you much. Bye. Bye.